If you thought 2020 couldn't get any worse, here we are yet another weekend, and Eddie has left the building. Episode 54, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, coming to you from the Old Oak Table here in downtown Oak Hill, Florida, the Taylor Park. And we've got everybody back in town so ben carl mark and myself larry we are ready to take our good friend ben sittig the careless ethiopian the artist formerly known as the careless ethiopian's advice and we're gonna talk some shit i love it everybody ready to talk shit absolutely all right love shit (laughs) rolling in it speaking in it (laughs) <laughs> so uh i guess probably the most appropriate thing to do would be uh put mark on the spot to start off with um in his extended absence yeah and uh, find out just what the hell happened to mark where did he disappear to north carolina virginia washington DC. Uh, annual pilgrimage. It's uh, that time of the year where I celebrate my alive day and uh, death of a, a, a close buddy of mine. So I take the annual pilgrimage north to Arlington. And usually we fly. This year we decided to drive. COVID. And it just turned into a really long road trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one of the Mark was the first one to make it over this afternoon, and uh, I think uh, right after the greeting and the the hug and saying, "Hey, man, good to see you. It's been a while." I said, "So, how was the trip?" I said, "Was it just right, or was it a little bit too long?" I, I couldn't even answer. Because it was so long. You know, everybody sitting at the table, everybody that's listening, you'll love your family. But when it comes to road trips, there's that moment in a road trip where you're just like, okay, peace out. I'm fucking over it. Yeah. And it could happen on a two-day road trip. It could happen on a month-long road trip. You just never know. The worst thing now about road trips is... And I'm, even the drivers do it. I saw it. Everybody's in their own little world, except for the driver. Yeah. The passengers watching a video. The kids in the back seat playing a video game. And I'm like, shit, this sucks. Right. Yeah. Mark's Mark's <laughs> up in the front. Ninety nine <laughs> bottles. I'll be right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, okay. So Carl, that that's that, that evokes great mm-hmm. memories mm-hmm. Um, from riding in the school bus mm-hmm. to to go to. Uh, whether it's Earhart's Farm, uh, Bristol Caverns, um, 
dude, we had some of the best field trips ever in elementary school. There's a Moore's potato chip factory in Bristol, Virginia. Oh, yeah. And literally, as a kid, we would go every year, man. It was the best, right? You go to always lose a kid, too. Do you go to the potato chip factory? Slicer room. And they actually made potato chips, they made uh, popcorn, Mm -hmm. and they made like uh, knockoff Fritos. Um, but you, you got to see the entire process from, you know, the truck dumping like fucking tons and tons (laughs) of taters into the fucking hopper corn that was getting ground up to become corn chips. But the, the, the fucking highlight of that trip when somebody kicks poor Randy in the potato thing. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's at the end when you're given your own bag with Every fucking flavor of potato chip. Oh, that's wild! And like you left, and it was a big, like clear plastic bag. But inside of it was all the little individual snack size bags mm-hmm. of every fucking thing they made. Nice. And so, like the the trip back on the bus was just this cacophony of <laughs> like a bunch of fucking first and second graders eating every fucking scrap of snack food that yeah. they could get in their pie hole before they made it back to school. And to go back to that time and think of, you know, the silly 99 bottles of yeah. beer on the wall song and just all the fucking grab ass that went in on the bus yeah. and to juxtapose that against today, all the fuckers on the bus are going to have a fucking phone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if they're talking, it's via text and you don't... It's got to be the quietest, yeah. most boring ride ever. Good point, yeah. Mark. Mm-hmm. I fuck. And there should be studies done on this, right? Like, what what are kids missing out on? So, how do these little torps bully each other? I want to say anymore? it was you know? a little over twenty six hundred miles. We did. Uh huh. Three words: hungry, pee, and watch out. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, "This is not the road trip right. I was used to as a kid, where you're like looking out the window, you know, going across Alligator Let's Alley. See if one, we can get two, three yeah. license plates, right? Do you play the license plate mm-hmm. game? Yeah, yeah. Like I. Was, so how do you? What, what are the rules of the license plate game that you play? Uh, within eyesight. Hey, there's not a whole lot of rules of that game for me. Well, it's not a competitive game, I don't believe. Our family plays, you know, trying to find all 50 states. Right, yeah. So, like, you know, it's like, and we'll have, like, a list, and it's like, you get down to the final, and you're like, there's no fucking way we're going to see an Alaska plate. And then you, like, as you're getting off an egg, you're like, holy shit, there's an Alaska plate. (laughs) If you want to really screw with people, something bad happened. I can hear it. Are we good? Okay. Yeah. Uh, nope. Hold on. Yeah. Something like cleared up. Uh, we got too loud and we got feedback. It was like so. a diggery do. All right. Awesome. I believe we're back. Um, I think so. Hopefully we didn't miss too much. <laughs> we got a little excited there and uh, we had a glitch in the system due to Maybe feedback. Tricks. So typically on a road trip, if we get all of them, we'll start over and you got to do it in alphabetical order. Okay. Which sucks Damn, when you get to Alaska. Long. Sometimes you're, you're Oh, in, so you do it in alphabetical order? If if you go like on a long road trip, if you get through it one time, the next time you play you go 
alphabetical. Oh wow! Just to you know, man, can you nuts? Yeah, because you'd get stuck and be like, if I don't see a fucking Delaware sometime soon, I'm gonna kill everybody That's in the not car because we man. can't get past D. I've never gotten. She could never D. get past a D. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Ben, this is gonna be a tough one. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm making an assumption. Okay. Uh, hopefully, not making an ass out of myself. It's okay. Um, I'll forgive you. But I, 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 you know, I just shared my favoritist uh, field trip from back in the day. So yeah. I think we're going to do a round the horn uh, field trip. favorite field trip. Why don't we go counterclockwise? <laughs> <laughs> so Mark's going to lead off. All right. So I got to go pull up my notes. <laughs> most favorite and most memorable would have to be when I was living in Key West. We took a week-long field trip. Ooh, that's... Nice being rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have something to live for. Living in Key West, <laughs> taking a week off to go to a field trip. Sea uh, camp. Oh, oh that, wow. Yeah. So it was a, a sleepover camp, and, you know, we went out sailing and learned about wildlife like a scout, and diving. A boy scout They did um, that, too. Place, yeah. Like the place yep. was, yeah. And it's right by and then whatever that aquarium is. Yeah. Marine life? No. Marine land. Marine Something land. like that, yeah. So it's... Uh, uh, I don't even know if it's still operational, but... No, I, I, I've heard... Uh, actually, I've, I've heard people say that their kids went to sea camp, like, within the last year or two. Yeah. It was... It was awesome. Yeah, you learn all about turtles and... That's sea a, stuff. Yeah, that's a pretty rad trip. I mean, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty inadequate and inferior <laughs> with uh, my potato chip story now. Thanks, we Mark. Did, we didn't yeah. go home with anything. Um, so I was living in Belize, and I took four weeks <laughs> off elementary school. Oh, that was elementary yeah. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, in, outside of Tampa, they have the, oh, what do they mine out there? Phosphate. Oh, yeah. Phosphate mines. Well, there's a shit ton of dinosaurs, like bones and shit out there. No shit. So, really? Yeah, they would just take like, like buses full of kids. Well, what is the the spring where everybody goes to and gets like shark's teeth? And I don't know. Uh, I don't know the spring, but there's the Peace River. Yeah, you can is go do the it? Peace okay. River. Yeah, and uh, you know, have you ever seen like uh, the salty old guys that are uh, fishing on the beach and they have uh, that screen shovel thing yeah. for mm-hmm. getting sand fleas? Mm-hmm. A lot of people will take that. And when you go on the Peace River, like especially, and and it's almost like gold mining, um, where the water slows down. That's where stuff drops out. So like on the inside of a a, a big curve in the river, mm-hmm. and you go and you like sift through the sand with that kind of apparatus, and uh, you can find anything from um, petrified. Shoots, which are the plates mm-hmm. off of uh, uh, alligators, crocodiles, and stuff. Okay. Um, a lot of shark teeth. Yeah. And the Peace River, I know, runs like, you know, probably somewhere south of like Bartow, meanders down. And I think it pops out like kind of near um, Port Charlotte. Charlotte, or Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte or Harbor. like Venice. Charlotte and I've Harbor. actually heard Venice is like a pretty amazing area to dive off the beach 
and you can find super huge oh, like megalodon, megalodon, megalodon teeth. Yeah. yeah, I'm with it. So yeah, that, so that was cool. We could you could go and we there was it was pretty crazy. I mean there was it wasn't just like megalodon. It was really early versions of like I don't know deer and bullshit or whatever and just fully like dinosaur shit. So it'd just be like dozens and dozens of kids running around a phosphate mine. <laughs> Did they give you any phosphate to go home with? Yeah, in your lungs. <laughs> All over your sneakers <laughs> and, and a whole mouthful. You know what I mean? One mouthful per kid. <laughs> I'd sneak Save a couple. It. Savor it, kids. Right, I'd sneak, sneak a couple. A couple, mm-hmm. couple puffs off mm-hmm. the phosphorus mine. Mm-hmm. It's funny. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting one because I don't think that would fly. Anymore. No, uh, no, no like, not nowadays. You just cut them loose, like cut just a bunch of kids loose where there's like dump trucks and like excavators <laughs> and shit. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> running around. Yeah, I have serious doubts that <laughs> um, today's parents would be like, yeah, I'll sign that permission slip to right. go to the uh, cancer farm. Oh, oh, somebody twisted something. And I'm going to pause it. We're back. Um, who knows? We're having a little technical <laughs> difficulties tonight. Maybe uh, maybe everybody needs to check like what the alcohol by volume is on the drinks tonight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Spike tea. Right. So um, Carl is uh, definitely got a pretty bitchin'. I mean, life. That's that's hard. It's hard to fucking beat for a for a kid's. Oh yeah, like yeah. Going to the dinosaur yeah. farm. Yeah, and I mean, it's just everywhere because they're just Free digging. Range. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just like all over the top of the ground. You just look close enough, and it's like not a rock. It's like some some kind fragment. of fossil. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. crazy. Could you pocket it? Oh yeah. You, yeah oh, okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to the dinosaur chip factory. Oh yeah. Exactly. Nice. Nice. So Ben. So we're gonna. Ben has checked his notes. <laughs> we got a fr- well. The sad thing is, I've forgotten what I was gonna say, uh, which is pretty bad. But we're gonna back up. So homeschool field trips a little different. Um, it's just family vacation. Everything's a field trip because you write a report on everything. We're gonna write a report. We went to Gettysburg. Let's well, write a paper well, about it. We'll get you'll get credit for school. No one checked that. Right. No one was like, "Did you did you write that report?" Oh, I'm gonna give you. Credit. There's no credit for that other than congratulations. You did it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Waste of my time. Um, living a lie <laughs> every damn day. Um, no, I think a couple. So we were homeschooled, obviously, and then we were part of a homeschool group. It's not that for, obvious. Like, You're right. Which campus? It was at Covenant Presbyterian, but it was called... I don't know that... I'm sure it had a real name, but we always just called it Home. I just group. expected you to give oh. us your address. Yeah, home Oh, I'm not giving <laughs> that out on here. God, no, I'm not an idiot. So, okay, continue. 535 Orange Grove Avenue. Hit me up with some swag. Um, zip code 32904. Not 04. What, what's wrong with you people interjecting that oh, alphabet into your zip codes? Yeah. God, idiots. Um, the, we did a field trip one time to Kennedy Space Center and it was pretty sick. That was cool. I, I actually, I've actually done a field trip to Kennedy Space Center as a chaperone. I remember that. Oh, nice. You tell me about it. I I wasn't there. Um, I would have (laughs) killed to have you as a chaperone on any field trip though. Can you imagine like you 
no offense, probably would have been the guy like all the other homeschool moms are like, y'all probably don't need to like become best buddies with that Larry guy. He seems a little <laughs> rough around the edges, and I'd have been like, what? him. Uh-oh, what happened um, to Larry's group? Exactly. Oh, God, and someone's Larry. in the rocket. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, see, I was looking forward oh, to the Oh, God, they're year. at the rock pit. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because they had... And then one time we did a field trip to... It was in Dothan, Alabama. Oh, fireworks. Gross. No, it was a science museum. And they had a really cool IMAX theater with, like, moving chairs. And and it was, like, a National Geographic, like, I mean, in them, I feel like you're talking about, like... A science museum in Dothan, Alabama. First off, those people don't even believe in science. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like you know, the only science they know is buy two get one free fireworks. Yeah, exactly. that's science. But well, that was math. That was <laughs> the entire Same. math class. Yeah. We're gonna take a field trip and learn math. Here's the discount code for fireworks. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, so between I think that was called the McWayne Center. But that was because my dad was working in Alabama with Northrop Grumman, and we, like, you know, because we were homeschooled, we were pretty mobile. We, like, lived out of a hotel for, like, two months. Fun fact, John Cooey was at the hotel Who's at the that? same time. You don't know? He's that Murder? dude that ki- no, kidnapped those two kids? Uh-uh. Yeah, someone looked at oh, fact check me. Oh, 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 oh. We, we were staying at the Ramada Inn, and... Ramadan. <laughs> Actually, this is a whole circle. This is Ramadan. Like way more into my life than anyone needs to know. There was, in the two-month stint, there was these kids that were pooping in the pool. Well, the hotel staff was convinced it was us. Because you were the so, only kids there for no, like a month. No, we weren't, but because we were like there all the time. So the, we got banished from the pool. <gasps> and it took like a like two days I before would say the turf banned. burglars. Like, yeah, I would say banned, not banished. Banished. No, seems... banished was pretty appropriate. We weren't allowed near it. John Cooney? Um, yes. He was a murderer in Lunsford, Florida. Yeah, well, there was he his hotel room was it was like they were like kind of like suites at this hotel. Maybe he was honing his craft out in Alabama prior to. He was next to our room, and my mom kept saying, "Kevin, there's this weird guy that keeps like walking over, checking." And we moved across like the hotel, and then they like kind of decided he was a creep and like kicked him out, and like. A year later, there's a news story about this like weirdo, and Mom's like, "Oh my god, that's him. that was the guy that was like checking out the kids." Oh wow! Um, but back to the pooping pool story. So like <laughs> three days later, some kids pooped in the pool again, and they realized it wasn't us, and we got our privileges back. But I mean, like at that point, do you really want to go swim in a giant toilet <laughs> bowl? Yes, they cleaned it. Um, Dude, that's what. And we went to the McWayne it. Center, which was the science museum on that. I think it was that same trip. There, the, it freaked me out as a kid, but they had like one of those like you lay down on a bed of nails and it like comes up, and because it's like a bunch of nails spread out over an area, you don't like get hurt. I almost feel like you know, like Jimmy should be here for this episode because mm-hmm. we've we've gotten back to poop again, right? Yeah, but I didn't get into graphic detail. That's the difference. Um, that said, I did recently take a fishing trip with somebody uh, like a week ago, and. They, we were coming back into the boat ramp. All of a sudden, he's like, grabbed the wheel, and he jumped over the side. He got hit with the shits so bad, he, like, couldn't make it back to the boat ramp. Ooh. And, like, I like, had to take like an aqua dump in the water. I so, like Noah, thanks for the fishing trip. It was a ton of fun. <laughs> um, wow. Man, 
You, you were know, like real slick about not saying it. I, no, he first. told me, he's like, if you don't make fun of me for this, I'm going to kill you. I, I would have to say that you missed the grandest of opportunities. Probably. Because if Homeboy had to exit the, the vessel that fast, mm-hmm. I believe I would have increased the RPM by about 1,000, trimmed it nose high, and done circles around him so he would have been in the washing machine and right. poop. So here's the problem <laughs> with that idea. He went over the side, and he just held on to the gunnels. Oh, he wouldn't have held on long. No, well, so here's the funny thing. <laughs> he goes to climb in the boat and it's like floating. He's like, he's like, I'm swimming in my shit. He's like, motor up. And I like had to like turn the boat on so it would wipe his ass for him. It was pretty funny. Um, also disgusting. I was like, I nobody could... know how to turkey rope anymore. Get some decent. <laughs> no turkey it, isn't, isn't he a big supporter of the captains? I mean, he that's is, not a very clean like water move pollute, that he made. He was polluting the heck out of Turkey Creek. Um, we changed it to Turdy Creek. Um, <laughs> Did you make him take his clean water sticker off his truck when you got back to the ramp? He doesn't have a sticker on his truck. Or put like at least like quotes around. He's clean. got a pretty gay <laughs> captains for clean water hat on his dashboard. I recommended he left it. I actually recommended he had. I was like, too bad you don't have your captains for clean water hat. You have something to wipe with. <laughs> um, he had his Orvis hat though. It was too good to. To be used as toilet paper. Um, yeah. So that's so, that's the bidet portion of yeah, the North the Indian bidet. River. So if you want to go on a tarpon trip, you can catch baby tarpon. You can hire Captain Noah Miller, and there's like a free bidet if you need it. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> in these times of need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um. Fishing, <laughs> Mark. On your trip. A little bit. D.C.? Virginia. D.C. area. Uh, lakes with my nephews. Ponds. Ponds. Um, yeah. It's real slow. Went for... Whatever I could find, mm-hmm. and then it only up being baby bluegills, but I was happy. Oh, even I though there were, that, yeah, I was telling Larry earlier, giant muskie in the middle of the lake, just crushing bait mm-hmm. out of the water. But yeah, that was the only time I fished. Like I said, it was just a couple times. One time I took my nephew out, and I took both of them out. Just slow. It's cool. it's like cold though, right? It was cool, but not not cool enough to. Cut. No, wasn't even like jacket I, weather. No, 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 I still had shorts, t-shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wish it was cooler. There were a couple nights it dipped down into the fifties, and mm-hmm. it felt damn good. Last weekend, I partook in the uh, ditch tarpon yeah. uh, game, which it had been a long time since I'd done it. And uh, had somebody come in town uh, for just a quick stop and go. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about taking the skiff out. But uh, if you remember last weekend, it was like <laughs> uh, windy, overcast. The lagoon is like super high right now, It's just which is normal this time of year. Yeah. Um, you know, 
because of uh, sea level rise and um, global warming and the imbalance with the uh, carbon offsets and stuff. Right. We decided that we wouldn't go fishing on the lagoon, that we would just go in the ditches. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a lot of fun. I hadn't done it in a long time. Um, A lot of... uh, a lot of little poons that were willing to eat our shitty castings and offerings. Yep. And the coolest thing, though, is on Beach Road, um, on the south side of Beach Road, we had actually pulled over because that morning was supposed to be a launch um, Correct. for SpaceX. Yep. And the night before, there was supposed to be a launch from SpaceX, but the night before launch got scrubbed, so it scrubbed the morning launch. So there was a, a SpaceX rocket on the launch pad that you could look straight off and see just across right. the marsh there. And while we were sitting, taking in the Falcon 9, we actually saw on the south side of Beach Road a black drum with its back out of the water, cruising along. And I haven't moved that fast in a long fucking time and <laughs> got got a rod out. And unfortunately, we'd been baby poon fishing, so all I had on was a gurgler. And I put the gurgler in front of that fucking thing, like, you know, five times. But, you know, black drum ain't going to eat a gurgler. But uh, we sure thought it would, maybe, kind of, sort of, hopefully. I've seen so, it happen once. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, kind of neat to be like standing there looking at a rocket and be like, holy shit, there's a black drum. It is. And in that area, there's also a bunch of tarpon. Uh-huh. And, you know, here you are catching a prehistoric, well, the fish isn't prehistoric, the bloodline. Right. And, you know, then you're looking at the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. It is. But. We uh, we actually moseyed down and went out uh, Peacock's Pocket. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot going on out there. No. <sighs> I was kind of disappointed. I thought we'd see more out there. I haven't seen a lot out that way in a long time. I'm going to say a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just... There's been a lot more traffic out there. Well, I think they're Bio keeping Lab a lot. Was closed, and I think they're and, keeping a lot of the culverts closed off. Right, there's not a lot of flow. Yeah. Um, but there are some redfish holes out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we'll have to talk. <laughs> they're they're off the beaten path. Right. So I'm not hot spotting. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but they're not secret. You know, yeah. if you put in the work, you, you, you will find it. Right. The bigger question, Carl, is mm-hmm. have you Mm-mm. been slinging any string lately? Mm-mm. Nothing. Working, a uh, little more working, uh, on my off time working. <laughs> and then um, I've been, uh, you know, I'm trying to, trying to get into maybe some cunt reliving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, so you've been shopping been, for the property. Yeah. I just been driving around, just mostly to just familiarize what with where with how far with 
Yeah, how right. easy it might be to get there. Give you know, the old lay of the land. Yeah, because it's. I mean, I'm I'm doing basically like um, like a teenager would fish golf course ponds mm-hmm. with Google Maps and like driving around. And yeah. like you know you like make your point there and then press directions <laughs> and drive around. And the funny thing is, I mean, I actually did find some shit out. I mean, you can be equidistance. In a lot of different places, even out in the country, and the miles don't don't matter at all. It's how long it takes you to get right. from one to the other is kind of nuts. Well, you know, it's slow it's, roads, whatever. Right. It, it's funny when I originally came to Orlando back in '91. Um, Summer of love, really. Pretty much, <laughs> no matter where we were going, no matter where in Orlando. It was like, hey, let's go do such and such. What time do we need to leave? Uh, take us about 20 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Plug in wherever we were going was 20 mm-hmm. minutes to mm-hmm. get there. Um, and since that time to current, now it's like, get your car Jesus time. Christ, it's yeah. like an hour and 10 minutes to get there. It used to be 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel you when you're saying, you, yeah. know, like, you know, it's not really the miles. Yeah. It's like, you know. Because you'll get to... The roads you choose, which direction yeah. you go. Eh, it's about 20 minutes. And it's it's kind of wild how it's this area is kind of developing, but not evenly. Because you have towns out that way. Right. If you go west of here, it only really gets busy. Like Orlando's busier. Right. But there's a spot in the middle where you don't even have self-interception. Right. That's right. the one I'm looking for. You know what I mean? So it might, if you have to go through some kind of you know, actual the land or, you know, some kind mm-hmm. of actual mm-hmm. town, you're, you're, it's too far. You're, right. you're pretty much too far from the coast at that point. So not having cell service, like, you know, I've had this place 15 years now uh-huh. and literally it has never changed for as much as Orlando has grown and things over here has grown. Maytown road. Oh yeah. That's past a certain point. Until you get back to a certain point on the other end, you don't have cell service. Mm-hmm. Like, you oh, know, yeah. it's still like, it's hey, I'm on Maytown. I'll <laughs> check in with you on the other side. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to me. You know, you see way more cars these days oh, on yeah. Maytown. And you're like, why has nobody put in a cell tower to get service right. in here? Nope. Not going to do it. It's fucking Maytown Road. I ain't going to do it. I ain't, ain't going to do it. <laughs> the uh, Also, some of the weird stuff is... Like, you want to kind of be in the middle of nowhere so you can do whatever you want. However, at some point, you got to go to the grocery store. Maybe. You know, or like a gas station. Mm-hmm. You know, have something. Just go like, shoot a possum in your game. Right. Yeah. Um, I got a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you do, Louisiana boy. <laughs> the, uh, there are definitely pluses and minuses there, too. Because there's something kind of worth it in that for me. Well, for sure, because like, you know, here in Oak Hill, you better get what you need yeah. by nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you don't get what you need by nine p.m., even the gas stations, closed. even the gas stations closed, mm-hmm. and you got to go to Edgewater and hope that they've got something that you want at the twenty-four hour joint. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't get it by nine clock up there you're in the same boat and you gotta go all you know so now you're like driving 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. to find quote unquote civilization yeah um it's still 
I think my, in some of my findings over the last couple trips in the last week or so, 30 or 45 minutes away from the coast is still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I, I, it, I would agree uh, with that. Yeah. 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 Inside of an like, hour. Yeah. 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 Inside of an hour. You're like, I can do yeah. that sleepwalking. And the, and the, um, usually by that point, there's a big lake or something there. There's a lot of like large, you know, like Lake George and like all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Yeah. That's 35 minutes away from the, you know, A1A. So, you know, if you really want yeah, like to just straight go out far, 40. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you really just want to go like fart around for a little bit, go bass fish for, uh-huh. you know, if it's like sun's going down or whatever. So that's not the end of the world. And you're not, you know, in a neighborhood. You can leave your boat attached to your truck and just pull it in the driveway and that's it. Right. Sunbathe nude. Uh-huh. That's what I'm looking forward to, man, mm. you know? Live free. Is that what you're saying? Yep. That's what's taken Carlson <laughs> such a long time. He's looking for that house that's got the outdoor shower. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm willing to build it. Shower first, though. The rest of the house come later. Outdoor shower. Living free. Just get a single wide, brother. God bless America. <laughs> single wide. 20 acres? Single what? Dude, I'm talking 53 feet. Uh, Old hard steel, baby. (laughs) (laughs) There is, uh, over at Scottsmore Landing, someone's building a container house. Yes. Yeah, it looks pretty rad, I looked at at, like some stuff on the internet. They're so cool, man. People are so creative with that stuff. Mm -hmm. They chop them all up. Stack them weird and stuff, cantilevered over each other. Looking at the footprint, looks like a normal ranch home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Four walls. I don't know what the the middle's made of. Yeah, but I'm like, damn, that's not. It's not bad. Buy those things pretty cheap. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of hurricane proof. I think so. (laughs) I hope so. We just uh, cut you a little ventilation hole and yeah, well, as long as extension you, cord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as long as you got it mounted high enough, you know the flood water doesn't right, get yeah. you. Right. You're yeah. probably all right. No, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, put it on some stilts. Yeah, you know, Key West no, yeah. style shipping crate. Right. People are like this is the Redneck Riviera. Right. Or look at that crazy person. <laughs> but people have been saying that about <laughs> you for a while <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. They can just tell from farther away now. Yeah. Rusty right. box up on sticks. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Some surplus telephone poles. Right. See, look yeah. what April did with the bathroom. Right. Best bathroom reno you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Sick. Who's that naked guy on the roof of that weird <laughs> rusty box? That's <laughs> just Carl. He's got a tetanus shot. Right. <laughs> That's old man Carl. Mm-hmm. He can tell old you stories. Mm-hmm. I like it. So what do you think, fellas? Do you want to get a refill? Yeah, I'm ready to uh, yeah. get one, and we'll come back and see what kind of mischief we can create. Oh, we can create it, maybe. Oh, yeah. If you record it, they will come. Well, we're having we'll, technical difficulties. little technical here. difficulties going on. Yeah. Mark is. Mark is a little slow. He's, he's out of practice. Yeah. That's all. It's been, good Lord, a month. Yeah, at well, least. At least. We've at done least. two without you. 
Have we done two? We did. Yeah, we did because you left and yeah, just left us a year. Yeah. We had uh, Jameson both times, didn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back in just a couple. Don't go away mad. Or do. <laughs> back so um something that's about to happen that we should update for most everybody that uh follows us on instagram you probably saw the story we uh are over 70 and i believe we're actually at 75 registrations for the second annual dinghy derby and poker run um, do the math, folks. Uh, if all 75 folks that show that registered show up, uh, that means that uh, half of that registration fee goes in the pot, and somebody's going to go home with over a thousand bucks. Um, kind of a fun day on the water when you walk home with that kind of oh, fucking yeah. stack in yeah. your pants. I thought you were asking them to do the math because. I couldn't figure it out. Me either. Yeah. I'm just guesstimating. Um, And you still have a couple of weeks left if you uh, happen to be interested in helping us uh, raise some money for the Marine Discovery Center. Um, As you can well imagine, the whole COVID thing has uh, disrupted their normal operations. And that's how they basically create the funding for themselves is through the tours that they do the classes that they do summer camps camps that they do so um it's gonna be really important the donation this year and uh, of course the absolute highlight is the raffle that we'll do after stop five there on the sandbar as everybody's mingling and having a good time so um Bring cash or be prepared to Venmo for your raffle tickets. There's just tons and tons of stuff this year. If we get the time, which will make it a priority, um, to preview as much of the raffle stuff as we can uh, on social media so that you have an idea, you can get that glimmer in your eye over that new Yeti cooler or a fly rod or a trip with a guide, whatever whatever that is that you're looking for, and then just uh, buy plenty of raffle tickets, increase your chances. I kind of yeah. forgot about all that, like the stuff that 
Yeah. I know. I was looking <laughs> forward with, to it. I know, yeah. but it's been, you know, a few months now. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I forgot. We got some. Yeah, we got some good stuff, stuff this time around. Yeah. yeah. You can't win. I know. <laughs> Sucks. And that's the sucky part <laughs> about being like on the. on the way this crap to everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like it comes to you and you're like, you're looking at st- all of it stacked yeah. up and you're like, man, that would be real fun mm-hmm. if we can't do it. <laughs> so, but uh, we'll be having fun knowing that. Uh, the whole cast of characters and of course everybody that listens to the nonsense you know we're all pretty like-minded folks and uh raising money for a good cause which is uh definitely what it's all about so uh what's today the 10th it is so uh you know a month away right 27 days away 28 28 days away so exactly four weeks away four weeks away the 22nd right uh, it's on the website. I can tell you that. <laughs> Stand by. I'm just just in case anybody's dwindled on that. Yeah, just go to taylortrash.com and um, look at look at the uh, dingy derby page from the uh, from the Taylor Trash Weather Department. Oh, let's hear it. Um, Gulf Coast again this week. Yesterday, you or last night? No, the hurricane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like Louisiana. Yeah. I think it really slowed right before. I actually have a message on my phone from Jake, is an okay pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was like, "Hey man, just checking in. I hadn't talked to you in a bit. Just you know, wanted to catch up." He's like, "Dude, we got this hurricane coming. I think we're gonna be okay. Um, I'm just gonna, you know." Hunker down with this woman. Not sure what my wife's doing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, Jake. Classic. Yeah, classic Jake for sure. But uh, we actually know some folks that are out that way. Yeah. Uh, they might not be in the exact mm-hmm. zone where it's coming in, but enough, close enough that they, you know, it, it was of concern. And uh, we spoke to them this afternoon. They said, "Yep, we're all good." Mm-hmm. So I know the the major this time because a lot of stuff wasn't completely set back up from last time. Well, his power went out. Yeah, right. well, well, I heard, like, you know, because of all the roofs that were damaged, it's like blue tarpville. Yeah. And they're like, so everybody just got their shit dried out. They've yeah. got tarps on. <laughs> the wind's going to rip the tarps off, uh-huh. and everything's going to get wet again. Right. So what a... Fu- you were around, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think all of us were. Yeah. Uh, 2004, Francis, Charlie, oh, and Gene. Yeah, yeah. What a misery that yeah. was, you oh, know. Yeah. Three in a row, month apart. Mm. That was yeah. down south. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, God, it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Bad. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Work all day, come home to a hot house and a cold shower mm-hmm. for fucking was, three months. Yeah. Yeah, the outages were stupid. Oh, it took forever yeah. to get power back. But, uh, yeah. So I the, could do that. No, I guess I would have to have power. I'm an AC baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could do a cold shower, no lights, mm-hmm. you know, no tea. Fuck, I need AC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no so, you know, um, it's been a weird kind of what, what it's Delta was the storm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I've never heard that's a weird name. Well, when well, they run out of like name. names, they jump to the Greek alphabet. The Greek alphabet. Right. So we ran out of names? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Completely out. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Carl, you're making a right. good point. Like, how did they get through so many names? Because we only heard about shit like a handful of times. 
So, you know. Well, they don't use the same. But no, they ran through all the normal. Like they had a list yeah. of names mm-hmm. that corresponded right. with the alphabet, and we went through them. And I know that uh, some of the alarmists were like, "See, told you. Look, I mean, there's more storms. There are more, mm-hmm. you know, all, all, all the normal talking points. What you don't believe in science? That was the Cindy Crawford article, right? Yes, mm-hmm. and we've got how many storms that have you know actually impacted. Landfall that have made yeah. landfall, and I'm not mitigating that, that they also name shit that they didn't use to name. Is that what so happened? There's a okay, they, like it'll be tr- even before it goes to hurricane, it'll be tropical depression, Larry. Oh, so like a yeah. depression gets named yeah. because they're ex- uh, expected, yeah, yeah. Uh, it used to have to be a hurricane and then it would get coined, and then as it went down again, mm-hmm. it could be later on tropical. Tropical Depression ban, but right. now it can be before it's a hurricane. Because I noticed like names on like like tropical invests. Yeah, and I'm like, because an invest is like yeah, an an area they're investigating right, yeah. for the potential mm-hmm. um, off the coast of Africa. Right. So so then when when you hear next year how 2020 was a record year for named, named storms. storms. Right. It's like, well, because you're fucking naming, you name <laughs> you're naming whatever the fuck you want to name. And I, I saw something just today, you know, about the California, the West Coast um, forest fires. fires. Mm-hmm. And there was a hell of a lot of arson that created uh-huh. a lot of the fires mm-hmm. out there. Um, but Somebody made the point of saying there are 37 states that have significantly more forested areas Mm -hmm. than the state of California, Mm -hmm. which is saying a lot because California is a pretty fucking big place. Huge, but it's, I mean. But it gets back to the management practices. I was going to say, I've heard it was mismanaged. Yeah, they they never thin it out. They never do. uh, controlled burns. Right. I mean, we we get great fires around here every spring mm-hmm. that they intentionally set so that they remove all the underbrush and the fuel load. Yeah, and it's done so that we don't have the problem. Do you remember in 1998 when we that was the spring where like the entire fucking East Coast was on fire, like up towards Flagler, like oh, it wow. was fucking I crazy. So, yeah. And same thing, they had they hadn't done prescribed burns up through there for like decades. Yeah. So there was like once it got started, there wasn't any stopping right. it. Yeah. And and it really has gotten to the point uh, where you know, I've, I've, Florida forestry is very on top I, I've, of. I've making heard a, sure a of few it. stories from uh, two people that I know that worked at the forestry service. As uh, what are they gonna it, like interns in mm-hmm. college? Uh-huh. And they do you'd go and do that because college kids can haul ass, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's it sounded pretty rad to be completely well, honest. It was cool, you well, know. It just sounded like a neat. So it's it, it's interesting to me here though. One's in Volusia County. When when you are driving like Interstate Ten mm-hmm. or seventy five, especially in the spring. You know, way outside past the shoulders, you know, you've got all these, the, there's fences, that, yep. you know, 
some areas where there's a whole lot of deer, they'll take it up to a 10 foot high mm-hmm. fence or whatever to try to, you know, discourage the number of deer crossing the road or whatever. And there's a lot of planted pine, pine burns hot, burns fast. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, you know, old growth of, mm-hmm. you know, live oak hammocks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I notice every year in the spring, you'll see that bulldozer trail on the, mm-hmm. just on the outside of the, and it's a fire break. Mm-hmm. Everything gets cut. Brand, you know, it's yeah. like, so in the event that we have a lightning strike fire that starts a fire, at least they already have breaks built in to slow it down yeah. so they can contain it. But they're not doing anything no. like that out in California. I saw one um, in the Everglades once. Well, actually, from Alabama. I've driven like, through one. So cool. In the park. Yeah. It was like... Uh, like the grass, the prairie is like yeah. on fire, and like it's like right up next to your car. Yeah. And they're like, nope, just keep driving. Yeah, you're, you're good. good. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go out to Holiday Park and watch it. Yeah, yeah. You Shit, could see it fire. really, yeah. really far. Off of 27. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool, man. That was like the neatest thing, because the fire was really tall, because it's just dry. It's the top of the dry grass. Right, right. So it just, I mean, blows up. And it was just a lightning strike. Really short quick rainstorms mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get wet enough to like you know it's everything's basically still dry mm-hmm. but it's just enough storm to have a lightning strike and it'll just like wow but go you know goes out as quick as it started there's been a few times that i've flown from orlando executive down to like boca or um fort lauderdale executive yeah and flying in the float plane coming across kind of the corner of Okeechobee and it'd be like a west wind and you can see the fires. Oh, from, um, from the sugar cane. Yeah. But the crazy thing is you've got all that smoke in the air. You can smell it and it has a burnt sugar smell to Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like weird. Yeah. It's a weird, like you're like, damn, that's sugar cane burning. man. Mm -hmm. you can smell it. It's like this sweet, like sugary smoke Mm -hmm. smell. I'd like to know more about that process. I've driven through there so many times, and there's, you know, like green thick, like mm-hmm. ready to cut. Right. There's little ones that are getting ready to grow. There's some fields that they've burnt and just left. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of like little. Yeah, charred. Yeah. yeah. They like grind the shit up that they don't want. And it's like all over the place. Real, I don't, I don't, I just don't get the process. Yeah, there's got to yeah, be yeah. some kind of a rotation. Yeah. Or- they do, they do sod otherwise. Okay. To like refresh the field or whatever. That's right. why the dirt on the back of sod's really black. Oh, okay. It's like burnt like sugar dirt. Hmm. Um <laughs> but the I know they rotate with that, but other than that, I don't really know that why would they why are they forever burning this shit? Well, I would say that it's probably if you're gonna disc and till the soil to yeah. replant something, if you've got any of the old cane it would be so chunk. It, it would foul up your equipment, so it's easier to burn it down clean, and, and then, then go, back and go through, it. till yeah. it, disc it up, replant, and go again. Mm-hmm. Like um, the field behind my house in Tennessee. Um, last time I looked on the camera, he still hadn't picked the corn. It's field corn. Mm-hmm. So, field corn meaning it, it it grows up. The ears of corn develop. At the right time, you could reach across the fence, and it'd be like eating sweet corn, you mm-hmm. know. Like, um, but it stays on the stalk, and it actually the seeds harden, and the 
what would be like liquid in a, um, you know, like that soft when you eat an ear of corn, mm-hmm. it becomes hard. And you then drive through and a picker actually plucks just the corn off of the stalks. It goes into a wagon and then the stalk of corn just gets kind of folded over onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Um it what lays it, like cornmeal well, or feed. Using it for feed yeah, for yeah. cattle. That's the purpose of the, uh, at least the field behind my house. Um, so in the spring, um, my neighbor has to go out and run uh, a disc through, and it chops up and cuts up what's left of those stalks. A lot of the stalk kind of gets crushed and yeah, softened yeah. as it goes through the picker. But even after you've disked up everything, you can see, like, pieces and stalk and stuff like yeah. that. And I kind of, like, put those two and yeah, say, yeah, okay, yeah. well, I see why they would want to burn up the sugar cane to get rid of it, you yeah. know, versus having this. Because every time, you know, as often as they're turning that stuff over, yeah. it would just get to the point where you just couldn't fucking manage it, mm-hmm. I would imagine. It's pretty so. incredible. I mean, it, like, um, even in you know not not a very far away outside of like you're saying west palm boca yeah. fort lauderdale you know all that fort myers even the amount of sugar there is and so crazy oh, yeah. did we talk about this recently cuz i feel like we have maybe there no 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 the, there's actually rice mm-hmm. being grown out there yeah, as well a yeah of back. yeah yeah um so you know it's not um big sugar it's big rice too mm-hmm. yeah. you know big There's rice a... must be really fucking shit up too i don't know bull rice bull rice yeah um that's the, bull rice yeah. man bull rice if you get it right up to like okeechobee like the town mm-hmm. um the, it starts to change a little bit and you ever spend any time in the old in okeechobee oh yeah it's fucking it's a little shady it's a little shady yeah i spent i spent <laughs> i i had some some business up that way and um, I would have to bring a person to to watch the um equipment. So, so did you just get working, lifted, right? Yeah. And there was there was one house in particular that I don't know if you guys know, like the original Mario Brothers video game. There was a ghost, and it would chase you until you looked at it, and it would stop because it was like it was like a scared ghost. Okay. You know, so it would like stop, but if once you turned around and walked the other way, it wasn't scared of you anymore, it would chase you. That's exactly how these people were in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you would run out and they'd be like, "Oh, just walk in the other way, just go in the and then as soon as you, you can walk to the like around the corner of the house and look and they turn around to see if you're looking and come back running back towards the truck and pop out and they would walk the other way slowly. <laughs> wow. It was crazy, man. Um one house that we worked on down there was a um, clandestine um, adult entertainment complex. Ooh, mm-hmm. nice. a lot of mirrors and brass it holes and all like that. Gets boom boom, right? dude. It was something, man. It was right next to a church. Clandestine. It was a ha- yeah, like a house that was just converted into a strip club. <laughs> oh, God. it was awesome. It was something. Half price Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> the uh, yeah, there's that's some, a getting towns. that sh- getting that sugar money. Mm-hmm. Out off a of twenty-seven. It, Labelle. Yeah. Don't don't pick on Labelle. 
And let ben me back up. Ben was born in the Bell. I wasn't. I was born in St. Augustine. <laughs> oh. um, I'm bougie. The uh, what's the other one that begins with a P? I know, but there's Perry. Pahokee. Pahokee. Yeah. You do the Pahokee. The Pahokee. There's Gokey. some sketchy towns on 27. Uh-huh. There is. We used to. Uh, <laughs> a good buddy of mine used to live in Naples, and when I'd go visit him, I'd take, I'd go down to 60, take it over to 27, and drop through LaBelle and. There's some neat stuff. There's some real neat stuff too. It's just, it's, it's just weird to see the the changes from what I would bet was more manual farming, like older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, family farms probably to bigger companies, oh, yeah. and it like Okeechobee, you can tell it's just like a, a town like forgotten. Right. Like there's nothing there anymore. There's still all the fields, but it's it just goes elsewhere. You ever drive to Gifford? I don't know. I don't think so. Kathy like Lee. maybe 45 minutes to an hour south of me on 95. And you get off on uh, US 1. It was an old, like, Orange Grove town. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. still kind of there and functional. So, like, just north of, like, um, Fort Pierce? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that that Indy Road? Indio, Indio. So we used to go Indio, to Indio, yeah. and we used to fly to that airport or drive to that airport and catch DC threes going to uh, the Caribbean. <laughs> Pretty bitching. Um, Indio Road. No, it's a little no north clarification of that. needed. Okay. No, you don't get it. You right. don't deserve it. You do. They Im- don't. Im- um, Import and export. You say? Yeah. Thirty pounds. That's all you got. The, uh, but I got to fly it. We flew in the regular DC3s, and then we they had a turboprop DC3. Oh, Ooh, fancy, fancy. So you know that middle of the peninsula south, mm-hmm. like the Pahokies, yeah. the you know Okeechobee is actually a metropolis compared to like Pahokee. Oh yeah, but I, I think that it's so. Interesting. I actually, if I'm driving to Southwest Florida, um, I will instead of like even if I look at the GPS and it says four and a half hours, I four, I seventy five to wherever, I'll take the five hour or mm-hmm. five and a half hour route mm-hmm. down ninety five to seventy, and then yeah, and then, and then like wiggle yeah. your yeah. way yeah. like little two lane roads. Yeah. It's, but, but it's old Florida. It's old Florida, and it's actually such old Florida that I think it's it's one of those situations where most everybody has in their mind, you know, beaches and mm. palm trees and the ocean and everything like that. Does it's not from here, and you could take somebody, blindfold them when they got off the the plane at the airport, and put them in a car drive them somewhere like outside of Pahokee, yeah. take the blindfold off and be like, so, uh, welcome what, to Florida. And yeah. Be what, like, I'm what, not in Florida. Yeah. yeah. What part of the Midwest are we or whatever? Yeah. You know, like, it could be anything. You could pull yeah. over literally on the side of the road and when they take their mask off, they're looking at a bunch of, and I know they're not Brahmas, but they look like Brahma bulls yeah, yeah. fucking hump on their back. And there's like, you know, an entire field with like 400 cattle, like sitting there looking at them. Yeah. And they'd yeah. be like, "Where the fuck am I?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, and the cool part, the kind of cool part about some of that stuff is it wasn't 
like redeveloped or reinvigorated or anything. So you have like towns that have cool old stuff. New Smyrna has some. St. Pete has some. You know, like older mm-hmm. buildings, whatever. Bell um, Glade. Yeah. Oh, Bell Glade. Yeah, Bell Glade's <laughs> rough. Um, the some of that stuff because it was just kind of left behind. It's all still there. You can actually see what the town looks like, you know, 50, 60 years ago, whatever. Right. You know, these are like, this is old, old stuff that was really never changed. So every time I drive across that stretch, there's like so many places as I'm driving along that I'm like, man, the next time I do this drive, I need to leave a couple hours earlier and like do a pit stop because... I need to be able to say that I've fished fish eating Creek, I think, yeah. you know, and like, <laughs> you know, or, and, and, and even if you look, you know, you'll see like a sign that says boat ramp and mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like, it just goes off into the woods. Yeah. I'm like, where, where, yeah. like, you know, that's gotta be pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just on that drive, but it's gotten to the point where like, no matter whether I'm driving here in Florida or, you know, I look at stuff off the edge of the road, and I'm like, man, that looks so fucking fishy. Oh, yeah. And I, there's a back cast there. I could, mm. I could fish that. Um, I think it's kind of like, you know, it, it takes me mentally back to the idea of guys that did take the time. Mm-hmm. And it was a different time, and that's why they did it, fishing off of the Tamiami Trail, mm-hmm. the old trail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, how many snook and tarpon and, and largemouth bass on yeah. the next cast. And, you know, yet we drive around with our radio on, our cell phone, you know, on the holder. And it's easy to just get caught up in, oh, the GPS says I'll be there in three hours and just keep the fucking hammer yeah. down right. versus going, you know what? I'm going to stop at one of those next places. Mm. And it's some undefined fucking place that I just look at and go, yeah, I'm going to fucking fish here for a mm-hmm. few minutes. I think that about just the, if if they look old enough, like highway, interstate, oh. ponds. Like yes, like absolutely. Right in the middle of like, you know, mm-hmm. where you kind of get on or get off. There's always like kind of a triangle. Yeah, you look at it and you're like, that's been here forever. Yeah. There's a big bass in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, They're always... They're always mowed. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, where I really, like last weekend when I drove Biolab, Mm -hmm. it really kicked that feeling in because it's, that's the feeling you get when you're on Biolab. Yeah. There's the, the usual places, but you're driving along and you're looking and you know, it's probably too shallow over there, but you're like, I could (laughs) see. And you're ready to stop. You're ready to bail out. And I want to recalibrate myself to take the fucking time to to try some of these little places. So in those little places, you can use, and I have a few in my ditch box, Uh a larger dry fly. Okay. In those little shallow areas where you're kind of like, eh. And you just cast it out and finger tarpon. No way. Yeah. On just, you know, a, a trout. So bring a three weight. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> if not, you're you're relocating that little right. guy into the lagoon. Right. But yeah, just because you can see them sometimes if you watch close enough. But most of the time, they're just sipping those little larvae. So, so you know the, the water. Yeah. So you know the. Um, The impoundments on the east side of mm-hmm. the lagoon, um, especially in the south end of the lagoon, for whatever reason, Brevard um, really didn't pick up and and do what has happened on the in the Volusia portion. Volusia actually has flattened some of the dikes in certain areas, and even though now there's no upland, you know, mm-hmm. spoil mound. There's still on the backside of it the old dredged out portion. And down south, they've done a limited amount of it. And sometimes I'll get out and walk those. And then you've got that little ditch depression on the backside. And occasionally you'll see a redfish back there or whatever. And that's what I get out of the skiff sometimes to do when the conditions are right. But at least twice I've caught mud minnows. Like probably state citation size mud minnows like no shit like six eight inches long and the craziest thing is their tail is like this super translucent yellow tail they're really the fucking coolest looking fish and i've thought a few different times of what if i go back there and tie it like, like you're saying, mm-hmm. a dry fly that looks like a mosquito larvae that's like that's emerging. Yep. Because the the mud minnow or the keely fish is a mosquito, mosquito fish. fish, and I've never done it, even though I've thought about it hundreds of times. Because I'm always throwing something for a redfish, right? And they've always eaten like you know a, a clouser. Imagine that. That's what I'm throwing. <laughs> um, but. I think it would be fun to go out and just target weird shit like that, or like like you're saying, yeah. m- not small tarpon, micro tarpon, micro, right. yeah, like micro. Oh yeah, I, index finger size. I mean, you've have you ever seen? There's like an entire, and it's not even really fly fishing. I don't believe. I mean, there's some that do it with fly fishing gear, but in Japan, they like actually go out and target like these teeny tiny little you know, oh i've chubs seen yeah. and you know like teeny tiny little fish right. in uh huh. and like but they're all super colorful yeah. and like very unique i've seen some in the states and it's like little tiny like a brook or something through uh-huh. the woods and little tiny rod right and um the guy was like counting the species like you know, he would catch like thirty. He had like thirty varieties in this little short video I was watching. Wow! You know, like little tiny baby bass, and you know, uh-huh. baby this and baby that. But uh, kind of a weird. I thought it was just the weirdest thing I could ever watch, but it was it was kind of neat. So here in this neighborhood, um, one of the newest ponds is is back in in the, I guess it'd be the southwest corner of the neighborhood, and. There's a few decent-sized bass in those ponds, but there are fucking loads of 7 to 9-inch bass. Uh 
and just as many, if not more, five inch mm-hmm. bass. And I used to go back there with a three weight and throw little teeny yeah. tiny stuff and have an absolute black cast catch 50, 60 right. teeny tiny little bass. I mean, they're laying in the palm of your hand, but they're super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they're trying to get sight fishing to, to them. They're not going to get eaten. Yeah. So Eat maybe 2021 is going to be the year of the little fish. Mm-hmm. I can be with it. You know, I mean, I mean, it's kind of scary, like almost like we're talking Tenkara ish, but mm-hmm. yeah. Call it what you want. I mean, call what you want. Call what you want. Fuck it, we're I'm doing a it. Blast. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't hooked. Hundred plus pound tarpon. Do I want to? Yeah, kinda. But I don't want to sit there for a half hour or an hour playing with it. Uh huh. When I can go out to a ditch and play with its little brother that does the same exact thing, or a canal system mm-hmm. that you know the the snook whisperer over here has dialed in, and have a blast with them. Just. Light gear, you're not throwing a 12 weight all day, right? It's just finding those little spots where you're getting the little ones, or I'm gonna say it, even a ladyfish, right? A fish is a fish, it's not a fun one, but I don't know, though. I, to be fair, I have caught a couple like pushing two foot long lady fish on like a five weight yeah it's kind of fun yeah lady fish i have They're no problem with shit. until They're until you go to no de-hook them and they shit all over the boat well i just i've <laughs> no, they I've always go, shit all over the they boat do, and i i just learned i just leave them in the water and try to de-hook them in the water 30th 30th time you wash your hands was it with still you, like ben? weird little scales on yeah i want to say you it was me and you you hooked a tarpon, and it shit all over the salt marsh. I think I think that was you and me. I think so. Yeah. I don't know, man. I know my best catch of 2020 was in the group message when I was up in the panhandle. Was the the lizard the fish. lizard fish? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I didn't even know. I thought it was a sea demon. <laughs> I don't know. It was a little bastard a little with sea sharp serpent. teeth. And, like, what the hell is this thing? I want to target a seahorse on fly. <laughs> Just throw My, a piece of hay on a hook and be like, hey. Pipe I'm going, fish. I'm going mm-hmm. dolphin, not mahi. Porpoise. You and I have discussed this. Man, I think we've actually. So here's why I think they would be bitching to catch on a fly. Because they're so damn smart. There's no to way. To get one to eat, you, would you never. wouldn't do it. No, you would never. never. Never, ever. I know one person that has had a dolphin on a spinning rod, and it blew his reel up. <laughs> and the only reason he got hooked up with it, he was throwing like a jig head with um, a little curly tail. Mm-hmm. Um off the dock right here. One of the musky jigs. I don't know. Whatever the spinning. <laughs> it was a jig, whatever. 
and he was throwing like a little ultralight rod yeah. with like a Stratic 1000 on it. Oh, and he was fishing for the trout that, that live right off the edge of that dock, right yeah. on the, the drop to the uh, channel. And he had just hooked a small trout, and that trout was, uh. and the dolphin ate the trout and ended up getting hooked. <laughs> And yes. he said that the fucking explosion out of the fucking water <laughs> and the distance that fucking thing covered, like a hundred yards and like the blink of an yeah. eye well, yeah. was was simply insane. I mean, what, and that said, little reel is maybe 250, mm-hmm. 300 yards oh, worth of line? Yeah, but he said that it, it literally peeled line off so fast that it, like, heated the reel and, like, and seized just, the reel, just mm-hmm. blew it up and came loose. And he said even though, like, it come loose, he said the fucking thing disappeared going into Edgewater, just greyhounding. Just, mm, it, freaked it, it freaked it out so much. Like, mm. it's like, what well, the fuck just happened? And that's the thing, because, like, I've even hooked fish, and they're so smart that they know, like, I can't eat this fish yet. This thing's, like, messed up. I've and had them grab to, like, fish on purpose fr- from the tail. Really? I see. And, I've always had them, like, oh, they'll, like, like for it, free, and yeah, all of a sudden they'll free. peel off and they'll start following it. And they're like, I guess it's the way it's, like, running. They're like, something's up. And they'll wait till you, like, release them. And then they'll, and then they'll it. Yeah, then they'll get it. So, like, you're not going to, like, fool one on a fly. But, damn, if I wouldn't want to try Just big piece of super hair and mullet and wait till they're, like, feeding on something already. Never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know. No. I oh. still want to be the asshole that tries. And I'm going to be the asshole that catches a manatee. I got a grass. I don't think that'd be that hard. I think that'd be a hell of a lot easier than it. it But I don't think you'd ever land it. When you get it to the leader and just be like, I landed it. Manatee's on. You'd never get it to the leader. No. Hell no. You'd only get it to the leader if you didn't, like, it it somehow didn't know it's hooked. No, no. We're hooking and and we're doing like Silver Kings. Right. We're motoring it up on it. I get it. (laughs) But. I don't think you can wear a manatee out. Yeah, I don't think you could have. I think a you're. I think you're donating fly a fly line and all the backing on your reel. That's what I think. You could have. You could literally. I think you could take it with the biggest fly rod they make, like a sixteen weight. And I don't think you. I don't think you get it to turn its head. I mean, I'm not opposed to trying it. I'm just saying. I don't. Think I mean, something that makes depth win. charge. Yeah. Fucking explosions yeah. in the water. <laughs> like two thousand. Literally, like hook a sixteen weight to a steer. And let it take off and see if you can stop it. I, I ain't going to do it. So no. 2021 year of either barnyard or <laughs> marine type mammals. Yes. On fly. Yeah. On fly. Yeah. Land cow or sea. We don't care. Right. Like big lettuce flies out on the I, field. Yeah. We're not doing land shark. We're doing land cow. Right. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I think I'm with Larry. You know, I, well, winter time's coming up. So that means boat time. Give the little back country a little rest. Uh-huh. But I'm looking forward to next spring, summertime, getting back out there and just hammering them again. Because I know they'll still be there. They don't migrate. No. They don't <laughs> no. migrate. No. They have sex mm-hmm. in those ditches. As do I, Mark. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So if the COVID virus ever goes away, God, please, 
anybody got any ideas of like where they want to travel to mm. celebrate the end of the fucking occupation? I think I'm. I think I've walked in on Tennessee. Okay. I want a South Holston trip. Yeah, but I mean, you could do that now. The, I can, but that wasn't the question. Oh, like, would it be somewhere where you'd have to fly? No, I, I can don't drive really that. I don't know. I'm, that's fine, but I mean, like... Well, I'm just... I, I guess more so my yeah. question was based on the fact that there's a lot of places that are off the fucking books right now. Like, Fair. you know, you can't really go there right now. I know what I think Belize just opened back up. Yeah. Costa Rica's still shut down. The Bahamas, I think you can go, but that's if you're willing to go get... A fucking COVID yeah. test. I nope. think if that went that away, I would. I'd probably go. I'd. I'd really like to a shot at trying to get a bonefish. Never really done that. I've had one like excellent you, shot. You can get that in the keys though. Not, I get it, but it's it's the the experience of it all. Like right, being able to go do that. You can get that in downtown Miami. I know. No, I you know. can get. That you want to talk in, about uh, an experience? Miami. What's that place down by you? I get bonefish sometimes. Uh, I know, but like, <laughs> but now let me figure out. How no, to we're not this. shitting on your dream. I mean, no, if no, you no, want to go to the Bahamas, it. it's uh, it's uh, it's on my list. Yeah, but that that's probably like because like, you're trying to think like quick enough to do, obtainable enough to right. do. No, I get it. Yeah, like I really want to go fish in Sri Lanka. I've got an invite to go do that, and they've got. What G- would you fish for there? GT and uh, Barramundi. No, that's a lie. GT are only in... No. Uh, what's that? Alphonse. Yeah. Alphonse Island. And Sailfish. Those are the three big things my buddy catches. But he does a lot. He's he's he does, There's a little bit inshore. A lot of it's like deep. So I told well, him... it's deep right like, off the beach. Yeah. I told him, I said, we got to start scouting and we got to move some of this stuff a little inshore. So we like can get a shot on it. Right. Rooster um, fish is like... It's like that. It's, yeah. you're, you're close to the beach, but it's, like, deep. Deep and big. So, it depends on where you are. Yeah. Um, well, like, I think of that. You know, like, the average stuff you see on TV or whatever. Well, like, so, so the, the Cortez side of the Baja Peninsula is more shallow. Um, and versus you can get roosters on the beach on the Pacific side. And then that's, like, drops off really deep really yeah, fast. Yeah. Um, it's, like, rocky. Well, rocky points with with sandy beach in between because I've been to I've fished around Cabo mm-hmm. um, on the Pacific, and then you can do rooster fish like down towards Costa Rica where you can't do a beach because it isn't it's cliffs it's rocks mm-hmm. so you have to do it from the panga in right. the water yeah huh. um, and and a lot of those fish because it's like they're in deep water it's almost like the Tease them up with a plug and then do this the bait and switch. switch yeah. You know, I, I would like to go back to Mexico uh, to 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 do the Baja thing. And uh, not only you know when you're there, you've got shots at you know uh, you're you get shot at too. Well, you could <laughs> get shot at and you get shot at the you know the rooster obviously is the number one that you want on the list, but like. So they have hounds, hound fish down there, which basically are like four and a half, five foot long needlefish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that are in the surf. Um, and then on those rocky points, because you got like a rocky point, rocky point, like kind of a crescent-shaped beach in between. On the rocky points, 
you could legit get like a Cabrera snapper mm-hmm. um, oh, nice. on the surface. Um, they'll come up out of the rocks and, and try to hit like poppers and stuff like that. That's pretty sick. So uh, there's also uh, mackerel that cruise the beach. Uh, mm-hmm. Sierra, I think they're called Sierra mackerel instead of like king mackerel. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just a species of mackerel. Um, what are they? But yeah, Baja's pretty cool, man. What's the other one they do that? They call it yellowtail. Yellowtail. Yellow fin, but it's not. It's like a amberjack. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. It's, like it's, a, it's not a tuna. No, yeah. Right. It's like our greater amberjack. And then if you get bored, you can uh just wade in and swim out and free dive for abalone. Right. And then also oh, nice. I love bologna. <laughs> I, I've actually abalone been eat, I've actually a been eating a lot of bologna lately. Back on the bologna cheese sandwich. I, I did <laughs> that. You can't go re- I did that smoked one a couple weeks ago, and it was pretty damn good. A, oh, a smoked bologna? Yeah. And you're smoking yeah. like you made it? Yeah, you like take it and you like cut it so it like explodes. Oh, I think I remember like that. Smoke it for like, yeah. a, like four hours and then put it in the fridge. And I mean, it's for a single dude, just FYI, if you were wondering, a six pound bologna is like <laughs> two weeks worth. <laughs> three? Two and three. Yeah. I probably got like 18 days out of it. Pound. Eating some pretty <laughs> thick sliced bologna. Well, we weren't thin skinning it. Damn. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no comment. So you've been pounding the bologna lately? <laughs> no. Eh. Heat whistle. It's been a couple. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I would say my trip. Ben says it's ready when you when it's plumped up. Right. <laughs> it expands. Yeah. My, my trip. Uh, Post-COVID, <laughs> I want to get up to Ted's neck of the woods. The, oh, does Ted think he's better than us because gay, he has yeah. two hand rods now? The Gaysby? Gaysby? Gaysby. The Gaysby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Gaysby. The Gaysby. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The okay. Gaysby. Okay. I, uh, I don't want to do steel. When Ted's around, it's the Gaysby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just want to try steelhead. Never have. Looks fun. I don't know. There's not a lot of steelhead fishing up there. No. Well, what the hell fish are those? Lake days? trout. No, it's not lake trout. It's Atlantic, it's Atlantic salmon. salmon. And Atlantic salmon do not eat a fly. They're not eating it. It's like some kind of weird reaction. Aggression. It, oh, is, it, it's, be, is it like weird beads or something? It's not a. It's not a fly that they actually. Yeah, it's just anal beads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a string <laughs> of beads. Yeah, they no. call them eggs. But, no, so you know. so so I'm, I'm being I'm being serious and, and facetious at the same time, because obviously something elicits a biting response from them. Right. But like the science, everything yeah. I read, because you know I'm like okay, I'm gonna go do this yeah. new species with Ted. This is gonna be cool. They'll eat a surface fly, and those are the bomber flies. That It's like a dry fly that you're floating down, and they'll come up and eat it. But everything you read, they say, well, they're not really eating it. It's like a reaction strike it's like, thing. But, but then they're even like, and it's not really out of a... Gra- and basically every article is, we don't really understand why they it's primal. do this, but they do occasionally. Huh. Yeah. And... Well, that doesn't sound like fun. It it's actually it's a it's a, a wonderful place to visit. It's right. It's beautiful. 
it's relaxing, but it's monumentally frustrating at the same time. Especially and and probably more so because we come from a background of being focused on feeding a fish. Correct. Versus up there, it's looking at and understanding that this pool, very loose term, pool, um, this area of water is where they should be holding. And you are going to, if you're throwing wet flies, you're going to make a cast and allow the fly to swing through where you believe the fish are Mm -hmm. probably... And then you're going to move up a foot or two and recast so that you're hoping that by the time you make yourself your way through this run, this pool, you've cast in a manner so that your fly has covered the entire thing in the hopes that one of those lazy bastards happens to be laying there and goes, huh, I don't know why I'm doing this, but, and they eat it. And then when they eat it, you don't strip strike them. You wait for them to hook themselves. Mm, it's no. the it's it's. <laughs> I messed that up. It's so bizarre, um, but I'd go do it again. Yeah. Um, but I'm just letting you know. It's like it's it's a whole different fucking ball game. I turned yeah. down a. Uh... I want to go up there and go shoot some fucking grouse. Is oh, what I want to yeah. go do. That sounds fun. They're delicious. Tree chickens. Tree chickens. <laughs> Spruce chickens, right? Spruce chickens. Yep. Yep. Doggy Daddy invited me to go musky fishing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he said, he goes, not that you were third on the list, but Larry and Mark can't make it. Are you interested? <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that means I was third on the list. But... As much as I wanted to. Pretty close to the Derby. I'm like, it's just too close to my schedule. Right. And that's actually... Think of me next time. Yeah. Um, I really want to get up during the summer with him and do the Driftless. Mm-hmm. That's that's on my list. I just got a little too busy this summer to even think about it. Plus all the <coughs> covid Covine reasons. Go fish and pick shrooms. I'm not a big mushroom guy, hallucinogenic or not. So in in my tr- travels of Virginia. Oh, you were in shroom country. Yeah, and I found this really cool one. So I took a picture and then went back home. Chicken of the woods. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good to eat. Didn't know that until I was like, well, damn. I Left mean, it. it was... Big. Yeah. Yep. You're like, oh, it's one of the safest, you know. Damn. Best. I'm like, damn. It's probably what that little little lady was doing. Mm-hmm. She was picking the chicken of the woods. and It's like morels. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't that up where the eel deals, like, pretty big up there? Who? Like the, fre- the freshwater eels? Yes, my <laughs> my nephew actually caught one. Did he? Okay. Yep. Uh, Why wasn't that in the group text? Mark, huh, I mean, I got a picture. I, I want to yeah. share that joy. There's like hey. a there's like a whole thing in like the because he because he, he, was, he was he wasn't sure if if it was really an eel or a lamprey. 
Yeah, I, no, I didn't know what the hell it was, and he was sure scared the hell out of it. He thought it was a snake. And I didn't know well, what it was. There's like but this huge... The American eel is what it is. Yeah. And there's like this huge like underground market where these guys go and catch them and sell them to the Japanese boats off the coast, and they take them back, and it's like they make some pace out of Millions of dollar industry. That's chicken of the woods. That looks like coral. It's supposed that's cool to as heck. Oh, that tastes like weird. chicken for vegans. Mm. Mm. <laughs> chicken of the woods reminds me of when Dion's. we were in the. No, that's chicken of the dumpster. Um, <laughs> don't don't bring Dion's chicken into this. <laughs> yeah, don't don't disgrace that blessed mushroom like that. Um, when we were in the Philippines, we used to they used to like brag about native chicken. Like, this is a native chicken. What that meant is this is the oldest bird known to man. And we had to talk ourselves into eating it because we knew it was going to be tough and rubbery. So they call it native chicken. It'd be like, like the legs would be like well, the smallest thing. <laughs> and they'd like give it to us because it's like a delicacy. And dude, it would take you forever to chew through one of those things. Yeah. It's so it, bad. It may, be, it may be heartbreaking for Ben. Um, I can't help Colorado handle a whole ben. lot of ho- I'm oh. sorry. I was like, I can't handle much more heartbreak. <laughs> the. Dion's is fried chicken, but well, it claims it's not to be. Chi- right. You know what it is? Dog. It's the Chuskalucky chicken, which is the white ibis. Mm-hmm. Oh, roadkill bird. <laughs> like it. Fried That's why it's kill. so bad. The Chuskalucky chicken. Yeah. It, yeah, they would eat them down there. You know. I I want to do the whole Texas um, Sandhill Crane deal. I don't want to shoot them, but I definitely want to try it. <laughs> it's pretty awesome shooting. I've heard, well, I know, but I've also heard it's a lot of work. And I'm, I'm not opposed to hard work. I'm a pretty hard worker, um, mostly. It's the ribeye of the sky. Yep, that's what I've heard. Uh, I was sh- shooting 12-gauge. Okay. They have them here. I think I... Yeah, but, but they're protected here. You just got to move quick. Yeah. I think I put, like... Three rounds in that son of a bitch before it like Shut even up. started coming down. No, they're tough. They're birds. big. So you know, know you know you can't hunt. Um, what the fuck? What, Sand Hill Sand Sand Hill cranes and only kill one. Right? You gotta get both. You gotta kill. You gotta kill two because they're mating pairs. They mate for life. For life. So you got to fucking, if you kill one, you got to kill the other. Because if you don't, you leave them broken hearted. Yeah. So are you prepared to kill, take two lives, Ben? I've been prepared to take two lives my whole life. I don't care if it's a bird, a a cow. I'm fine with double digit death. (laughs) um, Jesus. (laughs) uh, I didn't want to say people. Doubling down. You know what I mean? So. Starting January, just because Brad's bought a new house and it's, we don't have time, but he's got a bunch of baby hogs that come out to his, where his shop's at. Uh huh. So he's been working on a bow. I'm going to go get a bow and we're going to go shoot pigs with a, with a bow and arrow so, in his house. Are you going to get like a, you can't get like a actual compound good one. That you can just buy from a store. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. You have to whittle. I'm not a long, straight Don Day deal. Yeah, like um, it's too much work. What do they call them? Long, long, long bows? bows. Yeah, you got to whittle. Oh, one. What's his name down there? 
Huh. We used to Manny Plague. Oh yeah, yeah. Manny. You know Manny? No, but that sounds like someone was his like. Day up. He was, he was in was Jackass. Jackass. He was an alligator guy. He's a pretty awesome dude. Manny He's Pee-wee. like the American Steve He's kind of got Irwin. like the long hair. Yeah, yeah. 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 American Steve Irwin. I used to see him okay. at gas stations and oh, shit yeah. with like the shittiest old rusty Ford truck. <laughs> and he was like on MTV like that day. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be at the gas station just looking like a bum. The absolute um, bum. Eating <laughs> fucking Dion's chicken. Having yeah. a Dion's. Yeah, having a Dion's with alligator teeth. Have you had hog? Yeah. You know, it can be messy sometimes. Yeah. But shoot a smaller one. Correct. Yes. Helps out. And then. Not a big old nasty because. No. That's just. No. And then I've watched several like butchering videos on how to like make sure you get the eight glands out of it or it tastes super bad. Yeah. Do all that. Process it. I've got a bitchin' bandsaw. <laughs> you got to be able to get through that bone, baby. Process it and then like. You know, start having some fun on the Traeger a little bit. See what you like, what you don't like. So, go there's there. a great place by you, by the Big Lake, just west. Mm-hmm. It's on the road that runs parallel to 95. There's a couple undeveloped subdivisions there. Then you say down by me. Yes. Like my exit north south, it'd be the overpass just north of your exit. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, lots of hogs back there. Yeah, hunted them a couple times because they don't care out there. No, I don't give a rip. <laughs> um, you know where I used to see some really big hogs is the well, yeah. they don't ri- the mm. truck stop. <laughs> There's some big hogs there, that's for sure. After one of the TED Talk. Big old lizards. Yeah. Speaking of lot lizards. <laughs> have you seen the it's either on Netflix or <laughs> have you seen that documentary? There's a no, documentary but I, I saw them. Oh my god, I saw it's fucking trailer. I was gonna check it out. It's there, fucking I did terrible. not get a picture, but Friday after work I swung through Coco and went to Ron John's surf shop. And there were these huh. two old ladies power walking. And one of them had. Does what? this have to do with hogs or lizards? Both. I'm trying to prepare um, myself. Both. No, both. Um, not in shape, woman. That's the hog part. Um, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> she had like one of those like '80s workout like leotards on, mm. and it was like. Please tell me she had leg warmers too. She did. I tried to get a picture, Larry. I freaking tried. She disappeared too fast. But she had, it was like green scales, like Lizard Man from like Batman or something was this leotard. I'm like, I literally was like, now that's a lot, Lizard. And I tried so hard. I couldn't get the photo. I would have stopped. I tried. I I tried. They went into a store. I would have gone into the store. I wasn't going in there. I was on a mission. I was trying, well, I was on a mission and then. My dad called. He's like, hey, are you home yet? Like, Don't no. make fun of any fat women in lizard clothes. <laughs> First off, <laughs> if you know anything about my dad, as long as there's not people in the vehicle to stop us, we have some pretty epic conversations <laughs> about people on the side of the road. That would, are that, not, would that person be mom? I'm not going <laughs> to throw any woman under the bus. But 
they um he calls and he's like hey are you home yet i was like no he's like why don't you head straight home from wherever you're at i'm like i'm pulling into a store i made a special stop for an item i'm gonna go get that first like okay cool i need to borrow your sawzall i'm going to lowe's so don't like take too much time i need your sawzall i think i found a hog lizard (laughs) yeah a lot a lot hog um lizard fish (laughs) anyways so i ran home i didn't yeah i was in a hurry but the uh and then i had popeyes that's pretty good (laughs) way better than dion's oh yeah that's where i was going with that did you have popeyes because you recently had that popeyes hat on you're like I'm going to swing by with my pro deal. Get the yeah, four-piece all-breast. So First off, I, I heard don't. of this now, and this is like in like the other big like podcast community, like uh-huh. Joe Rogan's and stuff mm-hmm. of this world. They have lifer cards for like, one dude's got one for Jimmy John's. They yeah. send you like a nice like metal card metal. where you go to Jimmy John's anywhere, anytime for the rest of your life. Just eat free subs. No but, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like wherever, like these like restaurants, like chain restaurants. How do you get on that level? Do you have to? I think you like document money. No, spent? I just think they'll. No, they like it's something. To, it's some spiff promotion. they do for a promotion because they advertise for them. Yeah, like you that. give right. Joe Rogan one of those. He's like, yeah, I freaking love Jimmy John's. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a half million people hear it who already know Jimmy John's exists, but like you don't have to have one. Let's go, dude. I've been I've been listening to a lot more. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. podcast again lately. I hear that's a good one, actually. Dude, it really... Good, yeah. uh, so, I was listening to it the other day, and it, it actually reminded me of our podcast from the standpoint, it's supposedly, you know, this NASCAR racing podcast, yeah. and there's certainly some references and some talk, but it's more about the personal relationships and the stories and the fun and the fucking nonsense. And especially lately because of COVID, they haven't been doing a whole lot of, um, bringing people into the studio. They're like reaching out to people and doing it like via zoom or whatever. But it's like a whole lot of reminiscing yeah. and just like bullshitting and storytelling about, you know, old times and just the amount of fucking funny shit that comes up, yeah. like just talking about old times. I find it, you know, and, and of course I grew up on NASCAR. So right. of course, a lot of these people I can relate to. I knew they who they are. they anything at Bristol? This year, yeah. Oh fuck yeah! yeah they've they've they, had like three or four races at Bristol this okay. year. Because I know they like put some of them. They just didn't do some tracks. They didn't do at all. They right? Put, they move stuff around and whatever. Yeah, Bristol. Okay, so the All Star had them. The All Star race is typically at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Right. They had the All Star race in Bristol. What did we have? We had like two back to back weekends. We yeah we had. Um, would have been the old firecracker 400 that's right yeah yeah that was moved to late august and then the week before that or the week after whatever it was they actually did a road course like basically the uh 24 hour yeah yeah. road course they used that road course because that's watkins glenn watkins glenn couldn't happen because new york wouldn't uh, they were too oh, busy. 
they were too busy kill, killing senior citizens in right. assisted living facilities <laughs> to have any race fans in town. Yeah. yeah. They're like, take that welcome race fan sign down. <laughs> we got get, killing it. Get in the ALS, Grandma. <laughs> Put those signs up. Um, so NASCAR just released 2021 uh, schedule. And it's kind of fucked up. Is it different again? Yeah, they're 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 kind of they're they're experimenting with trying to get more fans back to mm-hmm. watch it. They they've actually had a really good response, you know, through throughout COVID, obviously with just TV coverage right. or whatever. I want to say the summer Bristol. No, it's the spring. Doesn't matter when. One of the races at Bristol is going to be a dirt track. Sick. Nice. What are they like? They're going to bring dirt in and cover the fucking track in clay and make Bristol a fucking dirt track for NASCAR for one race. I, Damn, that's, that's old weird. school. Yeah. Uh, oh, th- there's a lot of people that are pissed because they're like, that's cool and it's kind of like retro throwback because it's how NASCAR mm-hmm. got started. And like, you know, like the Petties, the Earnhardts, the yeah. fucking Yarboroughs, yeah. the, you know, all these old timers. That's, that, that's what NASCAR was. That's mm-hmm. how it started. Chance. But you've got. So many of these fucking Young new guys, guns, yeah. they've never raced on dirt. No. Right. And who knows how to set up a dirt car, let alone drive the dirt car. Sucks for them. Sucks Talk for them. About level in the field, man. Yeah, Nobody baby. Knows anything. Hell, yeah. That old it's guy, they're like, good. you got to retire, man. He's be like, no, I'll give me one more shot of this. <laughs> That's right. There I are going to be some seniors the, uh, in a couple of those cars, dude. Yeah. Senior citizens. Yeah. I think Bill Elliott's going to come back uh, and drive oh, that'd be cool. next year. Rumor I heard. One race. Clint Boyer just retired. <laughs> he saw did. that. He's, he, that was my boy. I've always liked Clint. That's my driver. Yeah, he's pretty good. He was neat. Like his personality. Yeah. The... Um, I wish they'd bring back the Daytona Beach course. It, now, you actually drove right past where Clint Boyer's from on your way to and from D.C., right off 95. Um, oh, what is it? It's not South Boston. Um, oh. God, it's like a weird – it's it's right as you're – right after you leave North Carolina and first go into uh, Virginia. Because yeah. if you take that exit, the town that he's from – um, oh, is like the back way to cut the corner to go over to Norfolk. Yep. Oh, what's the fucking name of that town? It's going to drive me crazy. And it's like a podunk little fucking place. Yeah, because I was contemplating headed east at the state line and going past Yorktown and uh-huh. since we lived there. Right. We ended up not doing it, but... Oh, that that's something that I want to do. Um, I want to go up to North Carolina next year. Um, did any of you guys uh, follow... Um, Boykins. Michael Talamarcus on... Uh, oh, it sounds familiar. Transl Waiter. No. No. Okay, you'll have to start following him. Good friend of mine. Um, he goes to... Like basically the Atlantic Beach area of North Carolina, and they absolutely slay redfish in the surf, sight casting on fly. That's what sick. time of year is that? Like right now. He just yeah. got back oh. from a trip. 
And uh, damn, I would like to combine that trip with maybe I don't know what the potential for success is. I just want to go and do like the ferry that takes you to the islands of the Outer Banks. Oh, Ocracoke. Yeah, like yeah, Ocr- yeah. like, and then there's several. Like yeah. you know, you take the ferry over, and then you have to take the ferry to the next place. And they're just like little fucking seaside villages yeah. on these islands. And even if I don't end up fishing, I think it would just be cool to stay on one of those islands for a couple of days and just get that vibe. That Ocracoke in yeah. particular has like a really rich tradition of wooden boat building. Uh-huh. So all the houses are like really insane. Like shiplap. Yeah, yeah. They're Lots like of really decked out and they're mm-hmm. all like you know, all wood, just like nuts. Um there's been a lot of storms. They won't sell we insurance get, there. We could get you to go on that trip because it would be a driving trip. Yeah. What? B.A. Baracus. You the, know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Carl, you need to get a B.A. Baracus van. I know. Oh, yeah. The, the um, van in general. <laughs> when 2014, we were in Guam, and we were riding bikes around, like scooters, not bikes. Uh, we tried to rent Harleys. They had their new in- insurance fleet in, so we could only get these like Yamaha 125cc wow. of garbage things. But for like a I fun... It's a Philippines hot rod right there. <laughs> well, you can... The whole... It wasn't a Yamaha. It was a Yadaha. Yadaha. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there is... If you know of my secret Instagram, there's a picture somewhere down there of someone's graffiti on like a rest, rest shack that's Mr. T that says, I pity the fool that litters in my village. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> it was pretty great. Oh, wow. We, we, so you, we blew the monitor out on that one. So you said rest shack. Is yeah, that like a hotel, motel? No, it's like you pull off the rest side of the road. It's Lot like, lizard headquarters. It's like, <laughs> it's like a concrete wall about as tall as this. Maybe a little taller. And then there's like a concrete bench with like an overhang. Just for hanging. Just somewhere to stop and take a rest. Yeah. Let me. Is it like a gazebo? Charge $5. Get a gazebo. No, it's free. You just hang out. (laughs) Just hang out in the In the the Philippines, we call them waiting sheds. Waiting? What is it, for rain? Yeah. Oh. No, waiting. Or am I hearing you right? Waiting. Yeah. Not waiting. You wait for the rain to stop. Yeah. Um. Buy a rain jacket. Or the, or the gunfire. <laughs> it is Guam, man. There's some sketchy stuff there. No. Oh, this is in Guam? Yeah. Oh. So when it's my like when my father US. was um, flying combat tours in, in and out of uh, North Vietnam, they were doing it out of Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. Mm-hmm. And he said it was... Uh, and I, I... Forgive me, I don't remember the religion... Um, the uh, whatever the indigenous folks from Guam um, believed, one of the things that their belief system entailed was if someone passes away, their spirit, their soul, goes and lives in trees. Mm-hmm. Well, when the United States decided that they needed to put in this huge long runway to be able to operate the B-52s that are laden with all these, you know, World War II iron bombs that they're dropping during the linebacker two missions and everything. They had to, you know, lengthen the runway or just the initial building of the runway. The biggest hurdle was 
the government in Guam was like, oh, no, you can't cut down those trees to make that runway. Everybody's ancestors live in those trees. And so on Anderson Air Force Base, like out by the runway, there's like all these tiny little shrines. And that's what... So every time they cut a tree down, they would have to build this little shrine so that all the spirits had a place to live and live where they, so he said it was, you know, this weird thing that, you know, Mm -hmm. you knew, oh, that's the spirit house, the spirit house, the spirit Mm -hmm. house. Kind of weird, huh? Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) They do have the McDonald's over there has a chorizo breakfast burrito. It's Mm. freaking good, man. Does it make the spirits come out? <laughs> it, it'll get you moving. Yeah. Have, have a spirited out. breakfast at McDonald's. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, yeah. We're here. It's cooling down. I'm kind of pumped to actually start to fish a little bit. I the, said that last uh, I'm getting there. Would have warmed back up. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Warm back up. I think Mark and I are going to go poke around on Friday. Yeah. I might try yeah. to uh, do a little waiting next week up towards Jacksonville. Sounds like a plan. Just, uh, I was looking at the tide chart though. The fucking tide's going to be huge. Huge. Like huge. <laughs> the last time I was up there, I think it was like five six, five seven was like the money spot for where I've got, and it's. Are we still on that? It's cane? six nine. That's massive. And I'm like. I don't know. I would be like fishing up on the island. Like no, I don't even know. Like on the road. Yeah. So. Are we still on that king tide cycle? I believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's not carbon emission. No. From no. The notes. No. There. <laughs> there's no Cindy Crawford <laughs> shit going on. It's no. just you know. Nature. Nature. Um, the ever-changing environment. So, as a space nerd, yes, there are a lot of planets visible lately. Yeah. Uh, Mars. And, and would you think that there might be? You can see an from addi- the radiating an, heat. An additional um, and fire gravitational pull Correct. that that might be affecting yeah. tides right what now. Was the other one, I see. Neptune. I believe is visible. I have to check my my app. Carl, there's where's a, Uranus? I was gonna make. So there's that at joke. least mm-hmm. and an, I'm I sitting Mars, on it, fool. <laughs> Mars is definitely still visible. Uh huh. Like near the moon when the moon comes out. Correct. And yeah. Well, because it's a new moon, it's still there off to the east. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder. And, and, you know, sometimes you have, like, a sustained east wind because a high-pressure ridge will build out over the Atlantic. And believe it or not, wind actually blows the water and affects the tides as well. Kind of weird. I've heard. Weird. I don't know why. One of the things that, <laughs> I, that, I, app, wasn't, that I wasn't aware of is that sometimes the flow, the speed of the Gulf Stream mm-hmm. will change. Mm-hmm. And due to the change in the speed of the Gulf Stream, actually the water will the the, the, the sea le, yeah. the sea level will rise and fall according to the strength of interesting the current. So 
There, there's a lot of different factors. I'll have to look into that one. It's just not, you know, not if you carbonate the. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's your, on your app that you've got. Mm -hmm. It says a 6 9. Mm -hmm. That's assuming no wind. Right. That's assuming no wind. That is just like what that night would be anyway. Right. So there's actually the tide station that I look at is in a creek um, near the flat. That I'm that I'm wanting to fish, and because of the proximity to Mayport, there's actually the Mayport Pilots um, dock, and they actually have um, a tide station there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That not only can you look at it and see what the uh, projected. Uh, forecast tide is yeah. it actually has a actual actual yeah. that's running and so you can kind of look at like the last few tides and know what the weather like if the wind's been blowing out of the east or the southeast and you look back at the last high tide in blue you'll see what the forecasted tide was and then in red you'll see the actual tide and you can say oh it's running 0.3 higher than right mm -hmm then projected and then on the low it didn't quite go as low because that east, east wind, wind was preventing the water from going yeah. out and then when you're actually out there you're looking you're like oh the tide's running ahead of mm -hmm. so it, it allows you to go okay instead of getting out there an hour before the high I'm going to go an hour and a half before the high because, oh, wow. you know, that way I know I'm going to get an opportunity. Cause yeah, I don't know. When it gets to water, it's like. Well, it, it gets too deep to really uh, to see the fish tail. Right. You so know, like, you, like you're fishing a mid tide. No, you're still like fishing. Flood. Yeah, but it's not really mid. It's yeah. like within an hour or two of the, the peak. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's a lot, lot more factors and, yeah. and stuff. And it's, it's been an education and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd be lying if I told you I figured it all out myself. It's been, you know, friends saying, Hey, you know, check this out. Look right. at this, look at the other, if the wind's doing this, this is yeah. going to be the effect. I've really enjoyed doing the flood tide thing. I mean, even, you know, our last trip up to South Carolina when you and I mm -hmm. fished. Right? Yeah. No, the, two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was, wow. because I fished with Bill the yeah. last time up. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were directed to go... Up to the Wando. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to fucking see fish here. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, right there. there he is. The woods are right there. <laughs> oh, wait. We saw a deer. deer. Yeah, we saw a deer that time. That was right. <laughs> was it tailing? Mm -hmm. It was. Boom. She had it up. But lo and behold, there was a fish and deer. Cast and blast. Be there's been a, there's the last few times I've been up, um, it's uh, marsh hen season as well. Mm. So it's like you'll be walking along and all of a sudden, pow. And like, fuck. Those that gross from? birds too. Yeah, I don't know who would want to eat them. I think, Same with snipe. and. Ugh. I think he... Should just wear like blaze, uh huh. Like like the vest though, <laughs> right? You know what I mean, like the really nerdy stuff. Like picture like 
a Michigander with one of those orange caps on and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but like out fishing. Stay, stay away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no flood tides. I there's a science, I think behind. Well, not really science. A lot of work. It's it's going to be behind it. If I recall, without looking at my phone, I think it's like a mid to late morning flood as well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you just started your new job as an educator. I'll tell you to come up. Yep. Teacher. Field trip. Oh, yeah. That's like a natural sciences type Mm -hmm. trip. Oh, yeah. Geography. That little kid would love it, too. Just rooting, oh, like a little hog, just rooting stuff up, though. Fishing wouldn't be good. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell her her to, to start. Uh, collecting all of the uh, little snail periwinkles. <laughs> Come back with pockets and pockets and pockets oh, filled with them. God, it's so gross. Bugs and... Oh, Backseat of your car will have them things all in it. With the Yuck. Cheetos and... Yeah. <laughs> it's good. You need a snack? Come see me. <laughs> Get you a periwinkle. <laughs> well, uh... I would say we're closing in on two hours. Yeah, probably yeah. Uh, wrap it up because most everybody that's listening to this episode at some point in the future is probably drifting off to sleep because we've been just talking our normal nonsense. Oh, but uh, and I just got the text message: neighbors are ghetto blasting again. Oh, fun! Nice. fun. Imagine that. I definitely like to start a party after midnight. Well, for like my down. neighbors, right? You know what I mean. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna play loud music, that's when the, that's when you start. A.M. is usually good starting yeah, point. Yeah. So um, that's how I make my friends. Little housekeeping. <laughs> um, don't forget, um, there is an opportunity for a few different T-shirt designs that we've got on the website. We'd really love it if you considered supporting the podcast by buying a T-shirt or two. Christmas is coming up and. There's nothing your grandmother wants more than a meth lab shirt. Mm-hmm. And, and and speaking of meth lab, somebody needs to uh, pony up. And yeah, okay, so get the little meth lab grab bag. Yeah, so I actually was by the meth lab the other day, um, not for chicken. Uh, if you didn't know it, the deli sandwiches at the meth lab are <laughs> fucking top notch. The bread. <laughs> The, the sub That's roll right. that they use is amazing. Uh, but while I was there, I thought it would be kind of fun to curate a skiff snack lunch pack. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was bought at the meth lab. Um, we're not going to tell you what's in it, uh, but I can assure you you have plenty of snacks for a day on the water, including a solid lunch and uh, a dessert. And the only thing you'll have to add is your favorite beer. And what we're wanting to do, the whole idea behind this is to supplement um, the Dingy Derby fundraising. Mm -hmm. And so if you're interested in this highly, highly nutritious delicious snack pack i would say probably i mean i'm not close enough to read but probably 100 percent organic oh absolutely absolutely i mean there's two items that i could get down on right now 
mm-hmm. for sure. So it's it's a five dollar donation. Yep. And so if you make a five dollar donation, T two F two events on Venmo, and all you say is snack pack. Right before the dinghy derby, we'll randomly select a winner, and we're going to send you mm-hmm. this snack pack in a box right to your front porch. We're probably going to throw in a fucking big old handful of stickers from stickers. the podcast. Yep. Depending on how many people do this, if we've got you know over twenty people that do it, so that we've you know at least brought a hundred bucks to the to the game. Yep. I know we've got some hats laying around. We'll throw wow. a hat in. It's just how much do you guys want to help us help the lagoon for conservation right. and education? So. If you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram. If there's any confusion about how to get entered into this, let us know what your question is, and we'll answer it. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, the other thing mm-hmm. that I was kind of surprised that we haven't had more participation in is uh, the first sip beer review. And the the rules are pretty simple, and there's no prize for this other than you get to brag and say, I did a Taylor Trash fly fishing first sip beer review and get featured on our Mm -hmm. Instagram up to one minute. It's just the standard old, uh, Instagram profile, um, post, send it to us in a DM, just the raw video. You introduce it as, Hey, I'm doing a Taylor trash fly fishing first sip beer review of XYZ brewings, such and such beer. Take a sip of that lovely beverage Close your eyes if you need to and savor that first flavor and give us a description and assign some kind of point value to what you think that beer deserves. And we're going to post it up. We've already done a couple. Uh, Doggy Daddy did one. Luke did the very first one. Uh, He did a stellar job with the Corona. So, uh, you know, it's just about having a good time getting the name of some beers out there, um, your local yeah. craft brew. We're looking forward to them. We hope you do them. Um, Carl's going to do one soon. Mm-hmm. I'll do one at some point. Ben's going to yeah. do one. But more so than anything, we want to hear from you guys. Um, and then lastly, um, a lot of fucking really great DIY action on the library front. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of like people sharing, Hey, I just found a library. Um, it's becoming really fucking crazy how many are out there. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you guys supporting the library project. Um, it's been pointed out to us and it's something we know is a fact. There's a lot of takers and not a lot of givers, givers. especially at the OG library here in Oak Hill. (laughs) Um, we, we actually might have to employ a little surveillance to figure out I think so. how it is that like such good flies get put up there, but nobody ever seems to leave any behind. So we don't know if it's... Yeah, I um, think I'll have to borrow the van for that one. Yeah, a little... We can just roll up and... Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, fool, <laughs> why'd you take 10? It's just, if you need one, take one. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well... Uh, 
I guess uh, that'll probably wrap it up for what are we on fifty four episode fifty four, and we hope to get another episode in before the dinghy derby. And one more final reminder: a lot of you guys have uh, gone ahead and hit us up on our uh, email that have entered the fly fishing film tour. We're getting all those videos together. So they're all going to be on one file. We're going to upload it to the Taylor trash fly fishing YouTube channel. And we're going to premiere it so that no matter where you are, you'll be able to join us online for the premiere. We'll have a live chat going and everybody's going to get to enjoy all the films that were put in for it. We'll announce the winner at the end. And, uh, that's it. If you haven't sent it to us yet and you've, you've previously put one in, make sure that you email us uh, through the website and we'll give you the details on how to transfer it. That's episode 54, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.